Thank you for listening to this week's Freedom Church podcast. We hope it helps and inspires you. Well, good morning, lovely family. Just as we've been hearing so much about the Holy Spirit's presence this morning, may we come and settle our hearts as we focus on Jesus. As you may recall, during these few weeks over summer, Sim has asked some of us to share lessons about lockdown. Elspeth challenged us to enlarge our thinking concerning the Lord, posing the question, is our God too small? And last week, Dick encouraged us to really prioritise our personal time with Jesus. I'd like to give you a glimpse into some of my walk through lockdown and things that have been precious to me. I'm so grateful for the fact that I began to journal, albeit sporadically to begin with, as we began our prayer and fasting week as a church beginning November the 3rd, 2019. I know that because it's in my journal. (laughs) Did we realise the significance of this time as a church? I'm not sure we did, but the Lord knew. And looking back, I do believe it was part of the preparation for what was to come. In November 2019, Trevor and I joined others from the church and went to Israel with Sim and Lottie. Again, it was such an impacting time, but I'm not sure I really appreciated how valuable it was going to be in my life and possibly for all of us that went. The places visited and the experiences from that time have really stayed with me. And then that Christmas, 2019, we stayed with my lovely dad, who just before we left him, asked me to find and read a poem by Minnie Louise Haskins that includes the lines, go out into the darkness and put your hand into the hand of God. That shall be a better than light and safer than a known way. I was puzzled and even said to dad, what are you trying to say to us? Did he realise the significance for the year? I doubt it, but the Lord knew. So as I look back in my journal, there are four significant words that come to mind. Preparation, journey, challenge and fruit. And later on, the importance of 40 days. The preparation for 2020 was the time of prayer and fasting as a church, the trip to Israel, and quite remarkably, the significance of the poem my dad had quoted. Go out into the darkness and put your hand into the hand of God. That shall be a better, that shall be better than light and safer than a known way. Sadly, dad died at the beginning of lockdown. He definitely put his hand into the hand of God as he went to his forever home. And so our journey, along with the rest of the world, had begun in a way that was unthinkable at the beginning of the year. Honestly, 
The grief of losing dad and separation from family caused me to run into Jesus. My chalet in the garden, which Trevor had built for me three years ago as a prayer room, became a refuge. In there, I have the scripture from Psalm 32, verse 7, which says, Lord, you are my secret hiding place, protecting me from these troubles and surrounding me with songs of deliverance. And that was my prayer for family and for others. It's amazing how the Lord prepares us for a journey we don't realise we're going to need to make. I'm sure all of us missed family and friends during that time. And thank goodness for FaceTime and Zoom. In the summer of 2020, Trevor and I took a window of opportunity to fly to Jersey to see our sons and their families. And whilst there, our son Tim had another heart attack and very nearly died. The song that flooded my heart among the tears was, Your promise still stands. Great is your faithfulness. We're still in your hands and this is our confidence. You've never failed us yet. The journey through 2020 was a difficult one, with Dad dying, with Tim nearly losing his life. But all of this was leading up to something I found so very helpful and which I'd like to set before you. As autumn 2020 set in, we were separated again from family during the second lockdown. It was especially difficult leaving Tim and Mary as they dealt with the trauma of all that had happened. I looked back in my journal and saw that I was feeling distant from family, even from the Lord, wearied, one could say, and yet his words flooded my journaling. Lamentations 3.22 says, Yet this I will call to mind, and therefore I have hope. Because of the Lord's great love, we are not consumed, for his consequences, compassions never fail. They are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. And I say to myself, the Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will wait for him. And Deuteronomy 7 verse 9 says, Know that the Lord your God, he is God. He is the faithful God who keeps covenant of love to a thousand generations of those who love him and keep his commands. It's so true that the Lord brings to mind the words that we lay down in our hearts and his songs of worship. They are the words which bring life. This is the backdrop, the preparation, followed by the journey, and so to this challenge. Over Zoom, throughout this time, I had been meeting two lifelong friends, Babs and Jill, to break bread and pray together once a week. As late 2020 approached, Jude and I began to share thoughts about the significance of breaking bread. And Jude even suggested that when things opened up again, we would take communion to different ones in the church, which we eventually had the privilege of doing. As we entered 2021, my friend Babs 
shared with me something she called the Elijah Challenge, which involved breaking bread every day for 40 days. I love the way Jesus prepares our hearts for things because he's so involved in the detail of our lives. And as Bab set that challenge before me, it was something that I'd been doing in breaking bread once a week. Anyway, I knew that I longed to feel close to God again and not to drift with yet another lockdown. And that's where I just want to reiterate what Dick said about spending time with the Lord, setting a time each day as a marker for the day, whatever we feel like. So God had already been speaking to me about break, breaking bread and its significance. But what was it about doing a challenge for 40 days? It's a great Bible study, by the way, 40 days. The first thing that came to mind was the story of Noah and how God spoke to Noah, asking him to build the ark, which his preparation time was a hundred years for building the ark. Imagine being told to build an ark, not understanding why, particularly when all the people around you are getting on with their lives. Can you imagine the derision Noah faced as he spent seven days inside the ark with his family and all the animals before the first spot of rain? And then the 40 days of torrential downpour. We know that Noah walked with God because it says so in Genesis 6 verse 7 and that he was obedient to the Lord, verse 22. I knew there were tussles going on in my heart. So Noah was a prompt for me to seek the time to walk with the Lord and to be obedient to the challenge. The other scripture that came to mind was when Moses led the Israelites out into the wilderness for 40 years. I know it's not 40 days, but 40 comes in there. God provided food for each day, despite their grumbling and their sandals never wore out. How could they not see the goodness of God? But I thought, Lord, I can be like that sometimes. I want to see you in the good things of life and I want to see your hands even in the painful times too. And of course, Jesus, 40 days in the desert where he faced the temptations of the devil. I've heard it said, the desert either destroys you or makes you stronger. May it make us stronger. And so to the challenge, the Elijah challenge. Why the Elijah challenge? Because Elijah spent 40 days in the desert till he met with God. I committed myself to the breaking of bread for 40 days. Now I know myself pretty well. I know, I know I'm a starter and not a finisher. In fact, I'd already lapsed on my schedule for reading the Bible in a year, early January. And so I thought I'd draw myself a simple chart where I could cross off each day, beginning with the 23rd of January through to the 3rd of March. It suddenly felt a very long time. 
However, I love the way the Lord provides when we set our hearts towards him because God is in the detail. As I shared what God had been saying to me, to my lovely daughter-in-law, Mary, she said, Mum, I'd love to break bread and pray with you each Monday morning. And we knew that our focus would be on intimacy with the Lord and for our family. And then a friend, Mariana, that I'd met on our Israel trip said, Elaine, why don't we break bread together each Tuesday morning? Each day, with its own emphasis on intimacy with Jesus, family, others, my own heart and attitudes and thinking. Sorry. <laughs> A friend said, Elaine, why don't we break bread together on Wednesday? And then I had Thursday with myself and Babs and Jill on Friday and Trevor on Saturday and Sunday was just myself too. And that was really important. During this time, I loved the way the Lord brought support and focus for each day. In doing the challenge, I found it so helpful to have those alongside me with the same heart. And perhaps a 40-day challenge is for you. Whether the aim is intimacy with Jesus, a renewed walk with him, kicking a habit that's robbing you of life, or even a character trait that Jesus can heal and set you free from. Was there fruit in this time? My challenge was to listen out for what God was saying and respond to his still small voice. Because it's so encouraging and faith-building when you sense God saying something like, take some flowers to so-and-so. And they say, I nearly bought myself flowers yesterday and I was going to get those tulips. Or that phone call that's so timely. May Jesus' kindness speak in our everyday. The Lectio prayer is a beautiful focus for each day, especially that part that says, giving myself away to others. And how could that be in lockdown? So Trevor and I volunteered for a vaccination clinic in Southampton, which also made me face my fears as we were unvaccinated at the time. And also the Lectio prayer says, being kind to everyone I meet. The clinic provided that opportunity too. And yes, I completed the challenge for 40 days. And yes, during this time, out of the blue, another fruit was that after several years, Trevor and I had a letter of apology from someone we'd been close to for a long time until misunderstanding set in. God is so faithful. It made me weep as a weight that had been deep-seated was lifted. Isaiah 30 verse 21 says, Your ears shall hear a word behind you saying, This is the way, walk in it. We can believe God to speak to us in the midst of our everyday lives. Also, during this time and afterwards, 
the Lord was speaking to me about my own insecurities, my sense of hiding. This led me to be able to face the challenge and the difficult journey that I'd been having with hair loss over the years. Sorry, just lost my place. I suppose another fruit was eventually being able to write about that journey and posting it on the church Facebook page, so no longer hiding. It isn't easy on days, but I'm certainly free and able to speak about it. And the Lord has opened doors for me to speak with other ladies in the community who are struggling. Other fruit concerns family, but I suppose the most important fruit is the continuing desire to hear what Jesus is saying to me for each day to be authentic about who I am and to face my fears. And so my challenge is, do you feel that 40 days of breaking bread each day may be for you? Maybe you have a desire to draw closer to Jesus or God is highlighting a habit that needs to be broken so that you are free in your thinking as you come to him. Or maybe you'd like to journal your walk with him for 40 days. If so, why not set up a support group of a friend for each day who will commit to breaking bread with you once a week at a given time? I did it on Zoom or FaceTime with my friends. It could be the step towards a renewed vision and intimacy with Jesus. And lastly, remember that in all of life, Jesus is for you. And breaking bread is a reminder of all that he has done for us to bring us into a life fulfilled in him. And perhaps you'll have a fresh story to tell after breaking bread for 40 days. And we'd love to hear your testimonies. And if you feel that you could even say, Lane, I want to take up that challenge. That would be so encouraging too. So let us stand together and quieten our hearts. Father, may you give us eyes to see your preparation in our lives for a journey you want to take us on. Lord, may we be obedient to a challenge that you may set before us. And in all things, we trust you, Father, to be fruitful in our lives as we commit ourselves to you. Thank you, Father. For more information about Freedom Church, please go to www.freedomchurch.uk. Thank you for listening.